0: Welcome to the Invested Dads Podcast, simplifying financial topics so that you can take action and make your financial situation better. Helping you to understand the current world of financial planning and investments, here are your hosts, Josh Robb and Austin Wilson.
1: All right. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the Invested Dads Podcast, a podcast where we take you on a journey to better your financial future. I am Austin Wilson, research analyst at Hickson and Zerker Capital Management.
2: And I'm Josh Robb, director of wealth management at
1: Hicks and Zerker Capital Management. Austin, how can people help us with our podcast? Well, we would love it if you would subscribe if you're not subscribed. So mm-hmm. with that plus, follow whatever that button is on your podcast player. That way you get new episodes when they drop each and every Thursday. And we would also love it if you'd visit our website, sign up for our weekly newsletter. That way you get notified when that episode comes out and you get a little email summary. It's really handy with link to listen. So we would love it if you do that. But today, Josh, yes, it's January. It's early in the year. Mm -hmm. Gyms are full. So today we're going to be talking about the fitness industry. And yes. if you followed the Invested Dad's Diet Recommendations, yep. Donuts. it's likely you have a dad bod and need to get back into shape. So yep. we're going to talk about just that today. Yes, I do know that the soccer
2: physique is one of the most sought-after physiques. And so I'm trying to get my belly to look like a soccer ball. So let's we'll see what, what happens is. there. Yes.
1: I thought you were going to say the ones where like you get bumped and you fall over.
2: Oh no! Grab your leg. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know that's one of my biggest frustrations. We had the World Cup earlier end of 2022, and I love soccer. Played it a lot, coached it a lot, enjoy it. But one of my biggest frustrations is the falls, the drama. um, I tell all the kids I coach: if you're on the ground, you're not in the play, and we're down a man. Yeah. You get up. The ref will make the call one way or another. I have yet to meet an actor good enough to sell it that the ref changes their mind. Yeah. Like they're either calling it or not.
1: It's like the NBA. Yes, same kind of thing. Yeah, no floppy. I like soccer as well. My soccer enjoyment really comes in the form of Ted Lasso. Oh yes, so uh, it's probably my wife and I's favorite show. Get and here early this year, I believe season three will be coming out. Which we're I'm not through season about. two. We're I, really excited. I don't have Apple TV. I watched it all and binged it when my wife was away one weekend, and then I got her to try it. She mm-hmm. didn't like it for the first episode. Yeah. And then she got hooked, and now she wants to watch it more than I do. And I'm uh, like, we just watched it. I can't watch it again. Yes. But when we like get up or sit down, we're always like, Oi! And yeah. then, mm-hmm. Oi! Keely! <laughs> talking like Roy Kent. So, really, really funny. So, anyway, we're not talking about soccer. No. And if you guys can't tell, I have a little bit of a hoarse voice. It is that time of year yes. where colds and stuff are going around. So, a couple comments on fitness in general. I just want everyone to know that we are equal opportunity people who love all shapes. Yes. People Round is a shape, people. Yes. It's a certain kind of being yeah. in shape.
2: Yeah. By the way, ponies, one of the quietest creatures in
1: the world. Yeah? Yeah, because they're a little horse. They're a little horse. <laughs> That's yes. good. And another fitness comment is that I regularly enjoy fitness whole pizza in, in my yes. mouth. So those are my fitness jokes. I've That's been. it. That's not even the dad joke. Nope. Those got are just, one of those coming. Those are just some free but ones. Josh, I want to give you some yes. key fitness industry and gym statistics globally and in the US and these are from a Zipia article. Zipia that I'll link in the show notes. So big numbers here. The market value of the global fitness industry is over eighty-seven billion dollars. That's big. Yeah. With a B. The US fitness industry revenue in 2021 was thirty-three point two five billion dollars. Wow. That's revenue. So really as a proportion of overall US has got a lot of that. Yep. In the United States 39% 39% of Americans hold gym memberships. Mm. Do you have a gym membership? Nope. Me neither. Well, hold on. Uh-oh.
2: I wonder what that percentage... For instance, we have a subscription to a app, Peloton app. We don't have a Peloton bike, but you can subscribe to the app. I believe this does not count just back. Just gym memberships. Yeah. Okay. Because we pay monthly for that subscription to right. use the trainers. trainers you know, for the not only just the bike, but also they Straight, have all okay, things. So. Yep. I would so, say the same. We have that.
1: We have the Apple One bundle, which mm-hmm. has Apple Fitness Plus, which I use all the time. Not included. In yeah. 39%, so four out of 10 Americans have gym memberships. Hmm. Between now and 2028, the fitness industry is expected to grow 171.75% to 434 point seven billion That's a bunch of growth. And from now until 2028, the online fitness industry, that's okay. where you're coming in, yeah. is expected to see a growth of 33.1% per year. Okay. That's part of that 100 seventy one, I assume. Exactly. Yep. Lots of growth happening. So let's talk about some fitness industry trends and projections. Yes. So fitness industries have been growing at a rate of 8.7% the past few years. Hmm. Prices for gym memberships and exercise programs are not necessarily getting higher, but rather... More and more people are choosing to prioritize their physical health. Good, That's that good is a care. good thing. Good I care. think we should all spend a little bit more time prioritizing our physical. Uh, health. Probably should. So many people realize that the benefits of physical fitness go beyond the obvious weight loss and more energy. Awesome, and it can improve your mental health as well. Yep.
2: And you know, I think health companies are realizing that too. Yeah. That if they can encourage positive behaviors, there's less cost down the road. So I think. Well, you're actually, that push and actually, our
1: insurance company, United Healthcare, that we yep. use. You can get Peloton subscription for free. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, one year. Yeah.
1: I think it was maybe Apple Fitness Plus or something, too. Mm-hmm. There was some promos because they're like, oh, hey, let's get people moving. Yeah, get work it it's going to make, actually, less cost for us. That's right. Which is super good. Okay. Between 2011 and 2019, the revenue for gyms and health centers in the United States consistently rose each year. That's a long span there. And, unfortunately, in 2020, yep. revenue dropped drastically yeah. due to the pandemic and Makes all the sense. social distancing rules. I mean, gyms were closed. But they were kind of offset somewhat by the rise in online fitness mm-hmm. programs. Yep. And we saw in 2021 that revenue for gym memberships rebounded and was on the rise. Once wow, again, good. The fitness industry revenue declined by 32.45% in 2020, but rebounded to 0.55% below. So very close. Yep. Pre-pandemic just levels Just a half a
2: percent below yep. where they were. Right gotcha. at, so
1: you're essentially in line with 2019 levels to in 2021. Yeah. So just one year blip. That's great. The health industry that was hit the hardest during 2020 and 2021 were gyms and health centers, which makes a lot of sense. Even at the end of 2021, they were still down 22.5% from their revenue levels in 2019. So they were just made up for it in other areas of the health industry. Yeah, and obviously the online probably being a big piece of that. Exactly, because the online fitness industry was up 66.32% by the end of 2021 compared to pre-pandemic levels. So big moves there. And by the end of 2028, the expected revenue for the fitness industry in the United States is expected to be $434.74 billion. Wow. Big growth. Big billions. That's a B. Mm-hmm. The projected trend shows annual growth of 33.1% from 2021 to 28. Yep. By 28, the fitness industry will have grown 171.75%. The fastest growing segment in the industry is the online and digital fitness industry, expected to grow 640% Wow! from 21 to 2028. That's crazy. And by 2030, there are predictions that the fitness industry will have 230 million members. Well, wow. that's also a lot the United States well currently the United States has the largest gym industry revenue in the world and if the u.s wants to retain its leadership in the fitness industry it would need to increase by 15.6 million members by 2030 or 1.33 million new gym gym members per year interesting so continually adding people is key Yes. The online and digital fitness industry is expected to grow a 33.5% compound annual growth rate from 2020 to 2027. It is noteworthy that this is due largely to the fact that many prefer virtual fitness solutions because Mm -hmm. of the convenience factor of being able to exercise from your own home. And that's something that I feel strongly about because I spent a little bit of money to put together a nice gym setup Mm -hmm. in my basement. I even have a TV and an Apple TV so I can watch Ted Lasso. Workouts. Okay, Ted Lasso sometimes. watch apple fitness workouts and do all my stuff without having to leave my house because that's one barrier i don't have to face is the choice to go somewhere yes and i live really close to the Y, so i could get there but it's just so much easier to do it from your own home it is then you can shower you don't have to worry about all that
2: it's easy absolutely
1: so let's talk about some fitness industry statistics by gym members and fitness consumers there are 64.19 million americans who are members of a gym or health club Mm -hmm. that's a chunk that's a good chunk so this equates to about 19% of the population in the U.S. having a gym membership. About 49.9% of Americans go to the gym at least twice a week. Oh, interesting. That's more than I would have expected. The average American spends less than $30 per month on a gym membership in the U.S. That's well, When good. you think of things like Planet Fitness, yeah. like 10 bucks mm-hmm. probably makes a lot of sense there. <clears throat> the price can vary on the location, types of equipment and classes, and the facility. Budget gyms can cost as little as $10 per month, whereas... Elite fitness gyms can be as much as $100 a month. And aside from the, other, uh, the monthly fee, you can expect to pay other fees like initiation and annual fees and all kinds of things. Or if you, know,
2: you have a membership, but then you pay to have a trainer, those type of things. That's probably extra. Or to get your protein powder.
1: yeah, <sighs> Got to get protein. That's where it's at. So, boutique fitness studios.
2: specialize like spin classes.
1: Yeah. A boutique fitness studio is a small gym that focuses on group classes and specializes in one or two fitness areas. I think I nailed that. You did. These studios typically cost two to four times more than other health clubs. And this area is expected to continue to grow nearly 17% per year. That'd so be like the hot goat yoga. Hot goat? Yes. You what? Don't, you know what I'm talking about? No. Oh,
2: my goodness. Yoga. Yeah, but they do in a hot room, so everybody's sweating, and well, then yeah. the goats climb over you. So that's pretty real. exciting. It's a real thing. I'll Google it.
1: Oh man, I don't know if I want to. All right, so let's break it down by demographics, really by generations. Ah, uh, yes. So only 14 percent of Gen Zers, so those are babies, mm-hmm. go to the gym, whereas the Greatest Generation. The millennials.
2: You wait, pause. <laughs> Gen Z, they don't need to yet. right? Because think back when you're like 18 kicking. years old and oh, you're like, man. life is great. I eat whatever I want I and I'm as healthy as I can be. Yeah. yeah. Okay, go on.
1: Uh, millennials, mm-hmm. the greatest generation. Obviously, uh, yeah. 33% mm-hmm. go to the gym. Yep. That, we're both in that group. So. We are. Gen X, 24%. And baby boomers, 22%. So, I wonder if
2: the millennials, it's a social thing too for a lot of them, because they're the largest
1: group. Yeah, I wonder. That's probably a good point, Josh.
2: You know, because you, you look at that age group and they're, you know, at that prime time where they're hanging out with their peers, doing their thing. You got your Gen Xers who are in the later stages and are like, you know what? I could probably still need to work out, but I can do this at home. And then the baby boomers are probably coming back around and they're like starting to think they're about like, oh, the, silver, the silver <laughs> sneakers group or whatever.
1: We, my dad calls those Q-tips. Yes. Because they got white hair on the top and white new balances on the bottom. There you go. Q-tips. Nothing wrong with white new balances. There is something wrong with white new (laughs) (laughs) Balances.
2: All right. I got a couple of dad jokes for you. These are uh, workout-related dad jokes. Uh, That's what I was hoping. All right. So there is a new machine at the gym. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's made my health worse. Oh, no. Yeah. It's the vending machine.
1: (laughs) That's good. Yeah.
2: And then one more. One more for you. Uh, Do you know... There's another place you can work out. It's your hairdressers. You what can do, do a do? lot of curls there. You
1: can do a lot of curls. A lot of curls there. Man, that's good stuff. There it is. There it is. couple for you. I Workout out. Hey, curls jokes. are good. All right. Some more statistics. Mm-hmm. There are 32,270 health and fitness clubs in the U.S. Wow. That's a lot. That is a lot. Due to the pandemic, the number of health and fitness centers declined, and $29.2 billion was lost in revenue. There are over 200,000 health and fitness clubs worldwide. The United States, Germany, and the UK have the highest fitness club memberships.
2: Oh, okay. Yep. And that was the stat then for us to keep being the biggest one. We have to grow by that amount to keep them. them. Okay, gotcha.
1: Yep. The U.S. has the most gym members, the most amount of gyms, and creates the most revenue when compared to all other countries in the world. That's why we're we the strongest also, nation. We also, right eat, we also eat the worst. Yes. So that we explains why we need to go to the yeah. gym. <laughs>
2: we're the strongest nation. Because the
1: U.S. has 64.19 million gym members. Mm. The next closest is Germany at 11.66. Oh, wow. Big difference. Yeah. The U.S. is home to 41,000 gyms. Next is Brazil with 29,000 gyms. The U.S. recorded revenue of $35.03 billion. With Germany next at only six billion, That's big differences cool. there. And some statistics around the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So between 2019 and 2020, the fitness industry experienced a 32.45 percent decline in revenue. That's a big drop. The industries that were hit the hardest were gyms, health clubs, and boutique fitness Obviously. studios because you couldn't meet together. Yep. You know, social distancing, all I mean, that. It's a lot of. I mean, when you're working out, you're breathing like a lot of heavy breathing. It's kind of hard not to. Yes. And if you're like me, you breathe heavily the whole time. Mm -hmm. In 2020, 75% of active adults were using live streaming workouts. So like online. Mm -hmm. Yep. 70% of active adults were using
2: on-demand workouts. So recorded.
1: Yep. Yep. During the year 2020, on-demand workout grew by 311% and live streaming workout videos grew by 971%. That's a huge jump. It's almost like 10x. Between the months of March 2020 and August 2020, the minutes spent streaming health and fitness content increased by 1,300%. Wow. Big, big I mean, moves. you were at
2: home, couldn't go anywhere, couldn't do anything. Working out in the basement. I'm going to work
1: out. Globally, the home fitness equipment market grew at a rate of 40.4% from 2019 to 2020. This market went from $6.76 billion in 2019 to $9.49 billion in 2020. It's expected to decline... By 3.16% per year by 2023 due to gyms and fitness centers reopening. Makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. People aren't needing to go buy more things for the house. By the end of 2021, the global fitness industry revenue had rebounded to pre-pandemic levels, as we talked about earlier. In 2020, revenue was a huge hit. Like I said, 32% down, only $107.48 billion. (laughs) And online only, fitness industry was worth $6 billion in 2019. But since the pandemic has grown by 77.33%, the fastest growing market in the fitness industry, and now there are a ton of options available online. So that is some statistics about the fitness industry and some of the changes and challenges they had to go through through the pandemic. But the question I have for you, Josh. Yes. What do you do to maintain your excellent physique? Oh, man. Excellent physique. You know,
2: the older I get, the harder it is. I'm not in great shape to begin with. I'm... I'm okay, but I'm not in great shape, and so I need to be more diligent about it. It used to be the amount of coaching I did was I you I always like to get out. Well, I just yeah. used to get out and play with them while we're doing it. Enough running around, and usually four days a week I'm out there doing that. So it was enough, you know. And then that we'd like to go on family walks, things like that. It was just my normal life kept me active enough to maintain, right? But I need to do more, and so we do have a bike. It's not a Peloton, but we use the app, and we have a treadmill, and I have some free weights, and I just need to be more diligent about that, you know. And in nice weather, outside is the best. And again, my ideal working out is doing something with the kids, right? right. If I'm out and we're throwing a ball around, kicking a ball, running, those type of things. you are going for a walk. That's to me is ideal. Yeah. You know, I I just have a hard time just saying I'm going down to the basement to work out for 30 minutes or whatever. Just seems like a waste to me. So yeah. I struggle. Yeah. Austin. I do. Hey, that's okay. But I wasn't gorgeous. trying to call you out. Oh, it is fine. But like I said, when There's I'm in my normal act, when I'm in my you. normal active life, because I will say I'm a pretty good eater when it comes to what I eat. I love donuts. Yes. But you do. moderation is what I live by for a lot of things in my life. It's true. And that plays out in what I eat. am I'm, I'm aware of my food consumption, yep. especially when it comes to fried, unhealthy food periodically. But in moderation and so that's been helpful to maintain that if i do that and i'm aware what i'm eating and i'm just doing my normal life of active with my kids it kind of levels out right my weight has really stayed pretty consistent over the last 10 years or so really that's good fluctuates but within a range and i'm okay with that that's good what about you austin i know you've been on a kick
1: yeah i mean i feel like since i turned 30 Mm -hmm. like my metabolism just wait yeah My metabolism fell off a cliff Yes, and I have to be a lot more intentional, Mm -hmm. especially when it's cooler out. Like we like to take our walks every day, but we can't do that when it's 20 Mm -hmm. degrees out. When it's freezing, winter, January, no, nobody walks. So I have to work out intentionally and the only option because I'm unwilling to sacrifice time with my family Mm -hmm. to work out is I have to get up really early and I try and do it five days a week. Here's an idea. Uh Oh,
2: Here's an idea. Work out in your sleep. No, a wider treadmill for two people to walk together.
1: Inside. Ah man, I'm gonna patent that thing. <laughs> That it's sounds called, like a lawsuit the, waiting to happen. A uh, couple treadmill. The you know, couple it's is. a snuggler. Yeah. It's like or a, you could have like, like two side seat. by
2: side with different paces, but you're close enough to hold hands while you walk. You just
1: need a love seat with a treadmill. You can watch watch Seinfeld oh, and we'll get your walk on. I'm telling you. But uh, no, I, I try and work out five days a week. I've got a nice gym set up in the basement with a spin bike, mm-hmm. so I can do Apple Fitness Plus bike rides. Yep. I've got a bunch of free weights and a rack and a bench and a bunch of dumbbells and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And what are the kettlebells? I have all yeah, kinds of stuff. Nice. Bands, everything. One of the keys success is accountability. Yes. And you have that. I do. Yes. Yeah, actually. So my buddies and I from high school, which we ironically used to work out together all the time because mm-hmm. we were in sports together. But Colin and Corey, if you're listening, we call them the Whittles, Wilsons, Thompsons, and Links. We get together there all go. the time. But anyway, we use the Marco Polo, the app, where mm-hmm. it's like video chat. Every day when we complete our workout, we send each other uh, a go. message and we congratulate each Accountability. other. Accountability, each other it's accountable, key. and we're not too hard on each other that often. Yes. If you know you skip a day, we all have kids now, and it's hard, but. So try and do that five days a week. Try and mix in a little strength, a little cardio. Don't forget leg day. Yes. Core is key. Core is key. I do core on every lifting day. Mm -hmm. I do leg day twice a week, arm day twice a week, and cardio once a week.
2: I mean, you think about your biggest muscles. When you talk about calorie burn, you need muscle. Yep. And that's where that core and your upper legs, I tell you what.
1: Well, and that is where people think that you can get in shape in terms of like you can lose weight by a bunch of cardio. You're really going to do better losing weight. With strength training. Yep. Cardio is important. Oh, yeah. But, but strength try. training is, is really good mm-hmm. because if you build those muscles up, your metabolism is better and all yep. of those your muscles are all burning. Exactly. Burning calories. So I try and do more strength training than cardio myself. But anyway, I love working out. I do it every day. Sometimes I don't want to. So some workouts are better than others. Yep. But getting up and doing something is better than doing nothing. That's true. That's what I always say. And even yeah. if you do some workout, you're doing more than 90% of Americans. That's true. Well, so not more stag- than, uh, wait, st- hang on. Statistically speaking, uh, more than like 40% of Americans. Yes. So, anyway, that is working out. We would just suggest get out and do something mm-hmm. if you can. That's right. And most importantly, being financially fit, we would recommend, is good too. So, stay tuned and we will hit you up with more episodes about financial fitness. Yes. All right. Well, until next week, thank you for listening. Please remember, you can always share this episode. If anyone was asking you about the fitness industry, your friends and family, we'd love it if you'd subscribe. So you can do episodes every Thursday and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. All right. Talk All to right. You until next week, have a good one. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to the Invested Dads Podcast. This episode has ended, but your journey towards a better financial future? doesn't have to. Head over to theinvesteddads.com to access all the links and resources mentioned in today's show. If you enjoyed this episode and we had a positive impact on your life, leave us a review, click subscribe, and don't miss the next episode. Josh, Robb, and Austin Wilson work for Hicks & Zerker Capital Management. All opinions expressed by Josh, Austin, or any podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Hicks & Zerker Capital Management. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Hicks & Zerker Capital Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast there is no guarantee that the statements, opinions, or forecasts provided herein will prove to be correct. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Indices are not available for direct investment. Any investor who attempts to mimic the performance of an index would incur fees and expenses, which would reduce returns. Securities investing involves risk, including the potential for loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment plan or strategy will be successful.